from Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome to Fearfully and Wonderfully Me, a podcast for women on leadership and life skills with Rhea Story. Rhea shares powerful life and leadership principles, helping you maximize your potential and become the woman God created you to be. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode on Women with Influence, Joyce Meyer. You know, many people have heard about Joyce uh, Meyer. She's had an incredible influence and impact on so many people through her ministry and her work and her books. And um, Joyce herself has a very inspirational story. You know, she was um, sexually abused by her father. She was a victim of incest from a very young age, um, all in, all up until she left home um, after she graduated school. And as soon as she could leave, she did. Um, but she made some poor life choices after leaving home. She got in a situation where she met a man. She, she talks about it was the first man that really showed any interest in her, and, and she married him. And he was, he was a very negative influence on her life. And, and pretty soon... Um, he was pressuring Joyce to, to steal um, from her job and commit fraud, and um, she was making some really bad choices um, in that environment. And um, she talks about, you know, really at that at that point, she was just, you know, completely stuck and completely hopeless. And, you know, she ends up pregnant and and uh, and then ends up divorced. And she realizes that at some point she just has no choice but to to end her marriage um, because the, the man she was married to was just really such a bad influence and, and, and a bad person and a bad influence on her and um, taking her down the path that she really didn't want to go. And, you know, Joyce goes on to, um, you know, start making some better choices and she gets remarried and um, has, has another child and then another child. And I read her um, biography by Richard Young, um, probably last year, I think, um, because I wanted to learn more about Joyce uh, Meyer. You know, she's had incredible impact and influence over so many people. And, and I, I really, you know, I knew a little bit about her story, but but not a lot. So I wanted to read her biography. And when I did, I didn't realize, you know, it was many years um, into her second marriage before she actually had the vision for her ministry. And this, her biography talks about those first early years of her second marriage were really, really tough because Joyce still carried so much baggage from growing up as a as a victim of incest and sexual abuse, and then, you know, there again some wounds from that and her past, and then wounds from her first marriage and some bad choices that she'd made, and and really she she wasn't in a place to you know, be an inspiration to others. She wasn't someone with a lot of influence at that point. I mean, at that point, she really didn't even know that she just had such a wound in her own heart. And uh, she was, at this point in her, you know, several years into her marriage, she was a believer, um, but she really wasn't um, able to lead herself very effectively yet, you know, still making bad choices, still blowing up when things went wrong, yelling, um, getting frustrated with the kids and frustrated with her husband. And, um, you know, their family life was just full of, of just turmoil and, you know, constant tension. And, um, what was interesting about it is that 
Joyce really thought that it was her, now her second husband, she thought it was his fault. And so, you know, there's a sec- there's a chapter in the book that talks about she starts praying um, for God to change her husband. She starts praying, thinking he's the problem the whole time. She's externalizing all of the blame for the problems in their marriage and the problems in their lives. And she starts praying. She's like, God, if you'll just change him, um, it'll impact us all in a much better way. And she, you know, she keeps praying and keeps praying. God, if you'll just, if you'll just help him, if you'll just help him improve, things will get better. And one day after she's prayed this, she, she hears the Lord speak to her and say, the problem isn't Dave. And she realizes it's not Dave that's the problem. She realizes that she was the problem. And I think the leadership trait that that she's exhibiting here in realizing that that day wasn't the problem and the source for all of the problems in their marriage is humility. It takes a lot of humility for us to realize that we're not always the problem or the one to blame. Now, here's the thing. We as humans tend to externalize blame um, because it's easy. You know, when we start blaming someone or someone else, when we start embracing, I've talked about it before, a victim mindset. It's easy to do that and just say it's the other person's fault. You know, when, when some, when you get in a fight with somebody, um, maybe you and your husband just have a difference of opinion and sometimes it's just little things, but, um, for whatever reason it escalates. And then suddenly you're like, man, if he hadn't said that he hurt my feelings, he made me mad. It's his, listen to the words. He made me mad. It's his fault. He hurt my feelings. And we tend to do that. As people, we tend to do that just naturally in the blink of an eye. We don't even realize it a lot of times. But when we have enough humility to realize we certainly influenced the situation, we have the ability to step back and say, you know what? It's not necessarily the other person's fault 100%. What can I do to impact the situation? Now, I'm not saying that other people don't make mistakes or don't say things or do things that they shouldn't. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is that we should focus on how we respond in those situations. Because rarely we look inside for the solution. We tend to just externalize everyone and say they're the blame for the person um, that we are, you know, and we, we do that. We, as people. So I'll, I'll read a section from you. Of course, this is quoting uh, Richard Young about Joyce in her biography. And he says, uh, Joyce had developed a lifelong obsession with blaming other people for her problems, whether it was her mother and father, her ex-husband, her difficult child, her difficult children, or even Dave, her husband, Joyce rarely looked for within for the solution to her problems. In her mind, others were to blame for the fact that she was not the person she wished she could be. And with this um, realization that she was the problem, God was being, God was, you know, telling her that Dave wasn't the problem completely. Joyce was being told to stop blaming Dave for her lack of spiritual development. She took a good look at her own attitude and feelings, and as a result, her heart began to soften and her behavior began to change. As groundbreaking as this was, it was just the beginning of what God had in store for Joyce Meyer.
And I think, you know, we can see that, you know, we can, we can see that throughout, throughout her life, you know, Joyce went on to do incredible work and, and still is, um, and, and her ministry through her books and writing and speaking. But, you know, what had to happen first is she had to realize and take ownership for the, the fact that she wasn't the person she wanted to be spiritually, emotionally. And she kept blaming that fact on something or someone else. She was blaming her difficult childhood. She was blaming her children for getting her upset sometimes um, or, you know, thinking they're difficult children or thinking it was her first marriage that um, made her this way. And, you know, there again, we have to have the humility to look in the mirror and own our mistakes. And you're probably familiar with the Bible verse that says, you know, focus on the the log in your own eye instead of worrying about the speck in somebody else's. And that is so true. You know, we tend to look at everyone and we judge other people by their actions and we judge ourselves by our intentions. And it's almost like a, a double standard there. So, you know, I think that's an incredible lesson that we can learn from Joyce is how powerful um, she has been able to transform her life when she was willing to take ownership um, of herself and her mistakes and her situation and just say, you know what, rather than worry about all those things that I cannot control, I mean, those are some bad things that Joyce went through. There is absolutely no doubt. But rather than focus on the the bad things that have happened and blame them for why I cannot be the person I want to be, let me look in the mirror and say, gosh, how can I be how can I be focusing on what I need to do to improve? And I think when we do that, that's really what helps us reach our potential. You know, whether it's um, reaching our potential in a in a job, in a career, or just reaching our potential as a wife or a mother or a daughter or a friend, you know, focusing on not blaming other people for who we are. That's powerful. And to really the key, it's, it takes a lot of humility to do that, but, but it's so powerful when we do realizing that we should stop blaming other people for who we are today. Until next time. Start increasing your influence and maximizing your potential with Rhea's audiobooks. Available at audible.com, amazon.com, and iBooks. Please visit RiaStory.com to learn about Ria's books, resources, speaking, and training programs. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.